Hey you guys, I'm your host Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. First of all, I would like to say happy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone's enjoying their holidays and spending time with their loved ones. Just to recap of last podcast on where to start. We went over how God gave us the free will to love and follow him. How God sent his son to be an example of how we should live and how Jesus saved us and is now our Lord and Savior. We also declared through prayer that we believe Jesus died for our sins and that we are now saved. If you haven't had a chance to listen, please go back and listen to get a better understanding what Jesus actually did for us. So today's podcast, we are going to talk about how to build a relationship with God. Many of us feel intimidated when we think about a relationship with God. There could be several reasons why that could be the case. So before we actually start, I would like for you to ask yourself some questions. Even if you need to write them down and think about it, that's okay because we want to be completely transparent on here. Um, So the first question is, do you feel intimidated when it comes to having a relationship with God? If so, why? The next question is, what are five qualities you consider the most important in building any relationship? The third question is, what are you scared of when it comes to relationships? You know what? I'm going to also be very transparent with you all. For a long time, I was very intimidated when I even thought about having a relationship with God. Um, For some reason, I had this perception I put in my own head that I I was never good enough to have a relationship with God. And to be honest with you, when I was younger, I didn't really think that it was cool. Like it wasn't something that you heard the younger people bragging about. Um, I didn't really know how to have a relationship with God or where to even start. It wasn't that I was not shown examples or knew anyone that had a relationship with God. It was more so I wasn't focused on that or worried about it at all, not knowing that it was something that I needed. Anytime I would try to pray, I didn't really know what to say or how to even start it off. Like, I was scared to read the Bible because I felt incapable of understanding the King James Version. And I was not going to ask anybody because I thought they would judge me for not understanding it. So I just didn't even try to read it. And at the time, I didn't I didn't know that there were so many different versions of the Bible that could actually break it down to be more understandable and relatable. I had no idea. Another reason that I personally felt intimidated was that I didn't want God to be disappointed in me. So I thought if I was just not pray or get close to him at all, that he wouldn't even notice me. I would hide in a sense. And I actually compared myself to what I thought a perfect Christian should look like. Enough about me. Let's go ahead and discuss the topic a little further. Here are five important factors in building a healthy relationship. The first one is honesty. The second is trust. The third is respect. The fourth is communication. And the fifth is loyalty. 
The key to building anything is you must have a solid foundation. I looked up solid foundation and it states the main purpose of the foundation is to hold structure above it and keep it upright. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 through 27, um, it says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, and it fell with great crash. With that being said, we want to make sure that our relationship is built on a solid foundation. The major key in any relationship is honesty. Honesty builds the foundation for trust, communication, respect, and loyalty. You cannot have good communication in a relationship if honesty is not there. Like, it... It's just not going to happen. Honesty strengthens and create more meaningful connections in a relationship. And just remember, God does not want us to be perfect. And when I say perfect, I am saying that in a way that we define perfect. God just wants us to be honest. Being honest in this relationship simply means speaking from our hearts. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 8, Jesus says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. When I read that, I know that we have to speak to God from our hearts. He knows when we are not being completely honest with him. God is not afraid of bad news. So when we are talking to him, we shouldn't be talking to him like he is a million miles away. We should be talking to him like he is right next to us because he actually is. So when we break down and explain in detail how we're feeling, don't worry about being judged. God is not going to judge us. If we're not being completely honest with God, then we're actually doing ourselves a disservice. Because if we let it all out and how we're feeling, then that means we trust God with all of our hearts. Which leads me to our next factor, trust. In any relationship, trust is a major factor. With anyone that you have in your life, you want to have some form of trust, whether it's trusting someone with your personal business, trusting someone with your kids while you go to work, daycare, anything like that, trusting your friends to be there when you need them. And with God, we must definitely have trust. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding." In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. There is a story in the Bible uh, when Jesus walked on water, and it's in Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 through 33. It says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. 
But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why do you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down, and those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, by this point in the Bible, they had already seen miracle after miracle. They had just seen him multiply the fish and the bread to feed thousands. And now, here he is just walking on the water like a cement. But the disciples are still terrified of the winds, the waves, and the ghosts walking to them on the water. And Jesus spoke to them to let them know, like, it's me. Like, it's me walking on this water. Like, you you don't have no faith after I just showed you all of these things. You still have no faith, basically. But it was the point in the story where the trust that Peter had with Jesus really stood out to me. Peter asked Jesus to command him to walk on the water. And all Jesus said was, come. Peter then does something that should inspire all of us. He stepped out on the water and he walked towards Jesus. That is complete trust in Jesus. It wasn't until he took his eyes off of Jesus and started worried about what was happening in the world that made Peter start to sink. That story reminds me that we can trust God with any and everything. He always has us protected as long as we trust. But trust goes both ways in any relationship. God has to be able to trust us also. We are placed here on this earth for a purpose. And God needs to be able to trust in us to see that purpose through with his guidance. So the next factor is respect. Here are four important factors when respecting someone. Uh, The first one is listen. Listening to what another person has to say is like a basic way to respect them. Everyone wants to feel like they're being listened to, whether they have something important to say or not, is not the point. People want to be heard. When you give another person your time and focus in your ear, you validate them, which conveys respect. Until we listen to another person's concern, we would not know who they are and what's important to them. Respect begins with listening. The second one is affirm. When we affirm someone, we're giving evidence that they matter that they have value, that they are important, and that they are worthy of respect. To affirm someone, you just have to notice something positive about that person and verbalize this observation. The third one is serve. Life on earth is about serving God and helping bringing people back to God. Serving shows that we care and caring shows that we respect. Serving is an important element in showing respect. And the fourth one is be thankful. When someone does something for you that's beneficial or they say something to you that's helpful in some way or they honestly affirm you in some way that's important to you, you should thank them. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, it says, Therefore, we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So those are just four things that explain respect trust me there are a lot more but those are just four Um, the next quality we're going to talk about is communication talk to each other 
no matter how well you know and love each other, you cannot read someone's mind. We need to communicate clearly to avoid any misunderstandings that may cause any hurt or anger or resentment or confusion. When you communicate, try setting aside time to talk without any interruptions from other people or distractions like phones, computers, or television. Try to be clear about what you want to communicate and be honest. Try to talk about what's happening and how it's affecting you. Try to talk about what you want, need, and feel. A major part of communication is listening. Being able to listen is a major, major part of communication. Um, So the next factor we're going to talk about is loyalty. In the Bible, the story of Ruth really explains loyalty. In Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, it says, But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, even if death separates you and me. The loyalty that Ruth has for Naomi is the loyalty that we should have with God on a daily basis. No matter what, we have to continue to follow him. No matter what it may look like, it doesn't matter. So here it is, guys. These are some qualities in building a relationship with God. We have to know the same way you build a relationship here on earth is the same way you should build a relationship with God. For example, if you have a best friend, you'll text them, call them, make plans with each other. The same thing goes for God. Instead of texting, just talk to them. Another example is if you are in a relationship, you make sure you speak to that person every day. You make sure you tell them you love them. And you tell them how your day went or ask them how they did what. The same thing goes for God. Remember, God is with us at all times. You can speak to him whenever, wherever, and he hears you. Just like your friends, your siblings, or your significant other would. He hears you. I want to share with you some songs that I like to listen to that really helped me. I listen to these songs over and over again. The first song is called Jacob's Song. Um, Another one is called Set a Fire. And the last one is called I'll Be the One. All of these songs are by Brie Babineau. There are different versions to Set a Fire song out there, but I happen to like this one specifically. The reason that I'm mentioning these songs to you is because every time I listen to these songs, I sing them from the heart. Like every word, I sing it and I mean it from the heart. Just doing something like that and meaning it from the heart is definitely a form of communication with God. I will include the name of these songs and the YouTube links down below so that you can check them out yourself. Also, I will include the scriptures that we went over today. Uh, Please take a look at these yourselves to get a better understanding of what they mean to you. So before we go, I would like to say a prayer. Father God, we love you so much. We thank you for all that you do for us daily. You continually show us that you love us, and we want to show you that same love back. Lord, I ask that you set a fire down deep in our souls that we can't contain or can't control. We want more of you, God. We want to grow closer to you, O God, and give you our all. Lord, I ask that you may 
help guide us through how to have a healthy relationship with you. We made some mistakes and we're to blame, but we believe that you can change us. So here we are crying out to you, Lord, and we won't let go until you change our souls. We thank you in advance. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So ladies, now that we have learned how to build a healthy relationship with God, let's try to put those things in practice starting today. As I mentioned before, we are learning and growing together in this journey. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and have a great holiday season. Bye, ladies.